the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome in to a Tuesday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show. Uh, I guess I was a little tardy on the uptake there. Sorry, Alan Rogers. You you were engulfed in something. No, there. I was engulfed. I had the wrong switch over here. I was listening to the live show, the live uh, stream, or the delayed stream in our case. So, <laughs> okay. Hey, i got to do something real quick. See if you can still... We're still having a loop back in my headphones. Oh, you are? Yeah. Sorry about that. Can you hear me? I can hear you fine. Okay. <laughs> this is behind the curtain stuff, folks. Okay. As we begin the Tuesday edition, of the I, I got to figure show. this out because this is killing me. Yeah, sorry about that. You sound like uh, you're in a coal mine, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> it's a switch in the upper right hand <laughs> corner. I know fixes mine. Uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, we have further details on the uh, shooting of OSU wrestler Sammy Sasso. Uh, it will fit perfectly in uh, with the uh, crime that is a occurred far too often um, in the same genre here in Columbus. But we begin today, and we also have more details, uh, or at least uh, a further statement from Ohio Right to Life on the uh, departure, firing, of Communications Director Lizzie Marbach. And uh, we have a something happening today at Ohio State that we won't know until it happens, whether it's newsworthy or not. They have a 2 o'clock press conference at Ohio State, uh, which... The only reports that I can find with any kind of topic information regarding it is that it, it will be a Q&A event. Now, uh, I've covered a lot of things at Ohio State over my 30-plus years as a reporter and as a radio host, and I don't ever remember them announcing a news conference and then billing it as a Q&A event. Every news conference is a Q&A event, unless there's something they really don't want to talk about, and they give you a statement and they bolt. Uh, but... Could it be they're going to announce a new president today? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Christina Johnson, of course, left uh, abruptly, resigned uh, in November, and uh, she'd been here only two years. She left, power struggle with uh, Les Wexner over the hospitals, and Christina Johnson was the first lesbian president of Ohio State. So maybe today, if I had to make a prediction, I would say, uh, if they're going to announce a president today, it'll be the first non-binary president in the history of Ohio State, as that place continues to sink further and further into the uh, cesspool of uh, perversion. Uh, but let's begin with a very sad note. This morning, uh, in uh, the Springfield area, Northwestern Local School District, uh, one of their school buses on an elementary route, was uh, involved in a car accident, an accident, a vehicle accident, and that there has been one person killed in that accident. I do not know, and there is no reporting at this point, as to whether the person who died is a person in the car or vehicle, truck, whatever it was, involved with the bus, or that it was 
one of the people on the bus. So as details become available, we will let you know what that is. Uh, also today during the show, we uh, look forward to, in fact, that might be the confirmation I was looking for right there, that little uh, beep on my phone. We are looking forward to, I believe, having today at 12.05 p.m. Uh, yes, we are. That is the confirmation. None other than U.S. Senate candidate Bernie Moreno. Looking forward to Bernie Moreno because we have the Republican presidential debate tomorrow night. And Bernie will be an interested observer. I want to find out where he will be observing because, hey, we have a watch party. Why wouldn't he just come to our watch party? Why not? He's get the chance to hang out with all of you Central Ohio voters. That would be phenomenal. We'll ask Bernie where he's going to take in the debate when he joins us at 12.05 today. But uh, let's give you the details that we have now on the shooting of Ohio State All-American wrestler Sammy Sasso. He was shot Friday night uh, near High, North High Street and East 7th Avenue. That's the short north, folks. That's the area where Andrew Ginther marshaled all the police he could get his hands on earlier this summer when they had what was it one weekend of violence or two straight weekends of violence I think it was one maybe two at any rate there was a mayor's conference coming and Andy Ginther was a vice president in the mayor's conference and we couldn't have any violence in the short north we had to put on the uh, happy face that everything in Columbus Ohio is exceedingly safe and particularly the short north is exceedingly safe because the short north used to be a crap hole when I went to college and uh, they have since revitalized it and made it a very nice area. It has shops, and other than the fact that it is uh, awash in LGBTQ ideology, uh, it is a place that is uh, considerably more um, appealing to walk in and uh, visit than it used to be when it was marked by uh, strip clubs and other uh, signs of... <laughs> Rampant evil. Not that there aren't signs of rampant evil there now. There is. It's a different kind. So Sammy Sasso is down there. First of all, then we had like all the police for like three weeks, no food trucks, 10 o'clock curfew. Uh, Ginther made it safe for the weekend the mayors were here. And then, you know, he went back to whatever he does on a regular basis, which is anything but what would reduce crime in our city. And on the weekend before Ohio State starts classes, Sammy Sasso, who's an All-American wrestler, as I said, at Ohio State, and a great young man. He's been on campus probably all summer training because those wrestlers never take a a day off, more like an hour off. And he's down there near uh, the Kroger. And I heard from a police officer Sunday details that dovetail a bit with what the dispatch and other television stations in town are reporting now, which is that Sammy Sasso was in his car, and I find this I find this interesting. Maybe I'm the only one that finds this interesting. Sammy Sasso, an, a two-time NCAA runner-up, a four-time All-American, and a Big Ten champion wrestler, is driving his car a 2011 Chevy Malibu. A 12-year-old car for one of the... <laughs> One of the greatest wrestlers in Ohio State history. A 12-year-old car. We've got a quarterback on the football team who's not even among the two quarterbacks who are being considered to start for the Buckeyes this year who has an NIL deal with a major athletic wear firm 
Meanwhile, Sammy Sasso is driving a 12-year-old Chevy Malibu. Submitted for your consideration. So Sammy Sasso in the car is supposedly trying to run over a rat. No, a real rat, not Mayor Ginther. A real rat. (laughs) After he successfully ran over the rat, Sasso stopped his car and got out to talk to two kids. Maybe, I don't know why he was running over the rat. Maybe he thought the rat was a danger to the kids or whatever. Then two criminals approached Sammy Sasso. He's out of his car. Guess what? He'll be much easier to carjack. Of course. So they walk up to Sasso and they demand his vehicle. And I know Sammy. And Sammy is a tough guy even though he doesn't look like one. He looks like a little guy who'd be easy to take. Trust me. He wouldn't be easy to take if it was a fair fight, but if one of the guys has a gun, or both, and they probably both did, then it's not a fair fight. So they just shot him in the abdomen. They just shot him in the abdomen. Now, I've been told that Sammy's going to resume his career. I don't know how he resumes his career in November or December of this year after being shot in the abdomen, because core strength is everything to a wrestler, and in particular to Sammy Sasso, who I have written a lot about in the past, and I have deemed Sammy Sasso rubber man, because he bends in ways that other people's bodies do not bend. I do not know how he wrestles again this year after being shot in the abdomen, but he would certainly, I would hope, be able to get an NCAA injury redshirt, because when you are... A student at Ohio State, while it's becoming an increasing reality and an increasing possibility that you could be shot at any day, at any hour, at any place on that campus because of the feckless lack of leadership by our city's city council, police, and mayor's office, he shouldn't be penalized for that. So they shot him and stole his car, is what happened. I remember saying here when kids were stealing cars at the rate of 10000 per year that pretty soon we were going to have kids steal a car, crash said car, and kill themselves. That's happened at least twice. I remember saying that this city wouldn't take it really seriously, crime around the campus area, until an OSU student was carjacked, shot, and killed in the process of that crime happening. Thankfully, we got dangerously close to it in this case, but Sammy Sasso was not killed. So he continues to recover, and they found his car Sunday morning over by Easton. So that's what happened with Sammy Sasso. They kept it a secret as much as they could. They don't want to give the details. That's a horrific story. But guess what? On the same night Sammy Sasso got shot, we, thanks to the hard work of the Madison Township Police may have averted a mass shooting event at a high school football game. We'll have the details on that when the Bruce Hooley Show continues. We will be joined at 12.05 today by U.S. Senate candidate Bernie Moreno. Where will Bernie be taking in the GOP debate tomorrow night? Uh, It's in Milwaukee. And by the way, we have the uh, we have the stage directions or the uh, places where everybody's going to stand. Uh, Trump will not be there, of course. 
which uh, I think is stupid and disrespectful to voters. Bernie and I will probably disagree on that. Bernie may be of the uh, faction that believes that Trump's way ahead. Why would he go? Ron DeSantis and Vivek Ramaswamy will be in the center of the stage. Eight people. On uh, DeSantis and Ramaswamy's right, your left as you're watching on TV, will be Asa Hutchinson, Chris Christie, and Mike Pence. On Ramaswamy and DeSantis's left, your right as you're watching it on TV, will be Nikki Haley, Tim Scott, and Doug Burgum. So there you go. No Larry Elder, no Perry Johnson, no Xavier Suarez. No Donald Trump. But that is the uh, lineup. Now, uh, the president was in Maui last night. I'm getting to the near mass shooting. The president was in Maui last night where, and I made a joke out of this yesterday. The president was going to Maui, wildfires, over 100 dead. And I made a joke yesterday to some friends. I said, you know, Joe Biden is the perfect guy to go to Maui to express his empathy over people losing their homes and their loved ones in a catastrophic wildfire because he will no doubt tell them that he also lost a son in a Hawaiian wildfire because he he has co-opted the uh, tragic death of his son from brain cancer to fit pretty much any narrative where anybody suffers any kind of tragedy anywhere. I know what you're feeling. Uh, sorry, I did a little Trump-Biden compilation there. I know what you're feeling because my son Bo died in a Hawaiian wildfire. Yeah. Anyway, no, he didn't do that, but he came close. He came close. I don't want to compare difficulties, but we have a little sense, Jill and I, what it's like to lose a home. Years ago, now 15 years ago, I was in Washington doing Meet the Press. It was a sunny Sunday. Lightning struck at home on a little lake. It's outside of our home, not a lake, a big pond. Mm, Ten acres. And hit a wire and came up underneath our home into the heating ducts, the air conditioning duct. To make a long story short. Too late. I almost lost my wife, my 67 Corvette, (laughs) and my cat. Nobody wants to hear about your fire. While your wife is standing right there beside you, people definitely don't want to hear that it imperiled your 67 Corvette or your cat. And I'm a cat lover. I like cats. We have a cat that just had five kittens. If you want one, let me know. Free to a good home. But I, you know what I would love to see? I would love to see the people traveling with the president. I would like to watch them. I would like to have a camera on them when he starts off. I don't want to. Compare difficulties, but we have a little sense, Jill and I, what it's like to lose a home. I would like to know how hard and how often they slap themselves in the head when he positions what was a minor kitchen fire that was out in 20 minutes to a raging hellish inferno that engulfed and laid waste to the entire town of Lahaina, which a large majority of Americans have visited on their honeymoon. I would like to know that. Now, he started off with that story, and it went on and on and on and on and on, and I don't have time to tell you now. I'll just give you the short version of how it started 
You know, that's the thing on the internet now, how it started, how it's going. You know how he started that. Uh, but <laughs> here is, wait a minute, where is it? I thought I cut it and put it in here. Okay, I'll, wait a minute. Yes, here it is. Here's how it started and here's how it ended. I don't want to compare difficulties, but we have a little sense, Jill and I, what it's like to lose a home. We were insured. We did not have any problem. But I can only imagine what it's like to lose your home. So the Cliff Notes version of that is, Jill and I know exactly how it feels to lose a home. We were insured. And I can't even imagine how it's like to go through what you're going through. And this man is going to win the presidency if he's running against Donald Trump. Wake up. Wake up. All right, to the Groveport-Madison-Canal-Winchester football game on Friday night. For the second year in a row, police made arrests following their game. Uh, During the third quarter of the Friday game, a Madison Township police officer and a school administrator questioned a teen after a fight broke out. They found a gun on the teen with a Glock switch. Those are illegal. So then they went to pat down a second teen who had a bag with him. Backpack, okay? Why are you allowing backpacks into football games? What do you re- Really, what do you think is going to happen? Like at, at best, it's only snacks in the backpack. At worst, it's a gun. He ran away, but they arrested him, and they found another gun in his bag. Then a third teenager was brought in from the stands, probably identified by the school administrator, who said, What are you searching me for? You're not allowed to search me. I'm not doing anything. Well, they searched him anyway, because he's probably a kid who they had reason to be suspicious of. And they found a gun with a Glock switch on him. They arrested teenagers, 16, 17, and 18, charged with carrying a concealed weapon and conveyance or possession of a deadly weapon in a school safety zone. Here's the kicker. Two of the four teens had been arrested in Franklin County in the past. One of them was arrested in January for carrying a concealed weapon, an improper handling of a firearm in a motor vehicle, a juvenile, arrested in January seven months ago with a gun in a car. And he's free to walk around and have a gun and go to a football game with a Glock switch on it. Here's a quote from Madison Township Police Chief Gary York. These kids were laughing when they were in the back seat of our cruisers. They are not taking it serious. They think this is a joke. They know the system. They know there's no consequences. Exactly right. Want proof? Guess what else they found in the backpack? Slide covers for five other Glocks, which means these kids have converted five other guns with these illegal switches. Amazing. But you had him in custody, and you let him go. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.